Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast where I have the bigger conversations about dating, love, life and relationships. Today I want to talk about rejection. Now when it comes to dating, rejection is a big deal for both men and women and it's a big fear. I know for the men out there, their biggest fear is walking up to someone and being rejected. In fact, they probably prefer to gnaw off their right arm than go be publicly rejected. And I know this, I, I see this for guys who are hugely successful in businesses, CEOs, in other areas of their lives. This one is the hardest. And, you know, for men, they're being rejected on dating apps, rejected in, in real life. And it's a huge fear. For women, the same thing applies. Women get rejected in real life. They get rejected on dating apps, getting rejected when they go out with someone. And no one wants to be rejected. I'm sure you've heard the advice, well, don't take it personally. Well, it's really freaking hard not to take rejection personally because it feels pretty personal, right? But what I want to do in this week's podcast is talk about some things that you can do to deal with that rejection. So you don't take it to heart. So it doesn't, you know, give you a negative perception or stop you taking any action whatsoever, right? And these things can make a huge difference. Now, the reason I decided to talk about rejection is I had a phone call from a guy this week and he just goes, oh, I've had a series of rejections. Feels like there's one thing after another. Now, I want to talk to you because I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or whether, you know, what the hell is going on. So I'm going to talk about that this week. Now, the first thing that I like that this guy did, he just goes, am I doing something wrong? Now, a lot of people don't pause and do that. They don't stop and look at themselves and their own patterns to see what's going on. Like this guy asked the question, because quite honestly, it's quite easy, quite easy or much easier to put the problem out there, you know, dating's just changed technology's changed dating there's no good men there's no good women there's no quality singles all men are this all women are this all of those excuses that we say you know dating's changed no one wants a relationship no one wants a commitment everyone wants casual all of these things that we tell ourselves that are much easier than taking a look at yourself and your own patterns so the first piece of advice that I would say is have an honest look at yourself. And it does take a little bit of courage to have that honest look at yourself. And sometimes, you know, maybe you think you've got friends around you, but our friends often are more invested in making us feel better than being really honest with us. And I know that's one of the things I work with with my clients as a dating relationship coach. I'm really honest with them about what is getting in the way of their success. And I am in a unique position because, you know, I don't just get to see what they tell me. I see what happens when they're in the real world that could be getting in the way. And it's amazing how some of the small things can make a big difference. You often don't know what you don't know. When it comes to online dating, 
people might have a profile that's just not getting the results they want from the photos, from what they've written, or it could even be it's full of negative stuff and no one likes that. You know, I want no time wasters, no hookups, no this. Now, or it could be in the attitude that you're putting out there. Now, a bit like the guy that rang me when he had a series of failures and things that have gone wrong, it's hard not to take it to heart and get into a bit of a negative, pessimistic funk that ends up get, getting you in a vicious cycle. So what it happens is it's failed. So you go into the next situation not so confident, not thinking that's going to work, and it fails again, and you'll go, tell yourself, see, I was right, I knew it wouldn't work. But it, it's kind of like the thought creates the feeling that creates the action. And it can be a very negative spiral because, well, it happened that time, it's going to happen again. You've got evidence to back it up. But what it can be is you can end up leaking negativity. For example, it can show up in your body language. Confident people stand up straight, shoulders back, they make eye contact and they smile. Whereas people have been rejected, it often shows up in their body language. They won't make eye contact. They'll look at the ground. Maybe the shoulders are slumped. Maybe the arms are, are crossed. And the body language can actually be what's off-putting, right? Also, it can come across in your tone of voice when you, when you talk to someone. Or if there's a lot of negative experiences, it can leak out. Now, what I do want to tell you is what I know to be a fact is we all want to be around someone that it feels good to be around. <laughs> we don't really want to be around someone who, you know, they're always complaining, they're always whinging, they're not happy with their lives. That puts too much pressure on us. Like, for one, it doesn't feel good. It really doesn't feel good. So no one wants that. And for the other, it makes you too responsible for their happiness, which... No one wants that either. You know, it could be that, that cloud in the conversation that they're walking around with a dismal cloud. For example, you know, you know, I'm not happy with my life. I hate my job. My boss is an asshole. I, you know, I hate my coworker. My ex is this and complaining about the ex. All of that negative energy leaking out isn't appealing right? One of the biggest things that I tell people is go out and create a life that you're happy with. Because that will make you instantly more attractive. If you are looking for someone else to feel what you don't have, they're going to see it as too much pressure. Okay? Particularly women look for guys who, you know, are happy in their job, who have got hobbies and interests and stuff that they like to do. So look at that. If you're, if you're full of those negative experiences, get rid of the negativity. Go find a reason to be happy, right? The other thing that you can do is practice in low-risk situations. Practice your body language. Practice that confident body language, shoulders back, making eye contact, smiling. Everyone likes someone who's warm and friendly. Practice being that and showing up differently 
that smile will be like sunshine. Practice at the supermarket. Practice just smiling for the sake of it and not being so shut down. Now practice how you, the other thing, if you're feeling in a slump about yourself, like I said, go create a life you love. People don't want to date you because you're unlovable at all. It's sometimes what you're putting out there. And if you feel bad about yourself, work on that first. You know, work on liking yourself first because if you like yourself, it's infectious. Other people are going to like you too. So my number one advice is really take a good, honest look at yourself and look at that. Look at what can be getting in the way. If you need some help, I'm here. Now, perception shift is the next thing that's really important, right? Rejection is a part of everyday life. You're either going to be rejected or get rejected lots of times in life. And you can often learn from that, right? It doesn't have to set you back to zero or starting all over. You're just further down the path to where you want to be. You're learning how to interact with people. You're learning what works. You're learning what doesn't work. You're so much further down the path to the life that you want to be. Learn those lessons, you know. And the reality is you say no to so many people. You're either going to be the person who says no or say no, and eventually you're going to meet the person that is the right match for you. Now, a change of perspective is what I want to talk about. Rejection really isn't always personal. And I want to tell you there's so many reasons that we reject people. Let me go through some of the common ones. Maybe you're rejected on a dating app because of your location. They don't want to date someone that, you know, 100 k's from their house or, you know, 50 k's away. Maybe you're rejected because they're into brunettes and you're a blonde. Not personal. Maybe you're being rejected because they want to have kids and you don't or vice versa. Maybe they're looking for casual and you're looking for serious. So rejection happens because you're not a match. And really, isn't it much better to find that out early? I honestly know that rejection hurts when you're in a relationship with someone and it doesn't work out. The pain of that is, is huge and it's much better in those early stages. So taking the personal element out of it. Now, even if you went and approached someone when you were out, guys, or even girls, because girls approach someone, you could go up to someone and, you know, maybe they've got a girlfriend, boyfriend. Maybe their cat died last week. Maybe they had a death in the family. Maybe they're going through a hard time. Maybe they're look, not looking for a relationship. None of those things are personal, right? What I want you to be able to do is applaud yourself for the courage you had to take action because that's great, right? You don't get any results sitting on the couch. And confidence and taking action is attractive to people. 
But, you know, if you're going to go talk to someone, just don't go up to them and stand awkwardly and put the onus on the conversation. So, you know, if you're going to have the courage to stand up straight, hi, my name is John, my name is Sarah, and have a conversation. Now, people will be friendly. Guys, I want to say this because guys fall into the trap of she was friendly. I'm confused. I thought, you know, she was smiling at me. She was making eye contact. I thought that it was all going really well and then she wasn't interested. Now, we can be friendly and enjoy someone's company. It doesn't mean we necessarily want to date them. And also it doesn't mean that it's personal, right? And, and knowing the difference, it's not rejection. You can, you know, I, I know that I often recommend people go to meetup groups and people will ask someone out because they've had this great conversation and they feel like they're getting on well. Well, the reality is the other person might not be ready for a relationship. They're just out there to socialise. And I find that people aren't honest about when they say no, they don't give you the reason why. And I think it's really easy if you're being rejected to make up these stories in your head when it really doesn't mean that. You know, if, if they come to an event and they just want to make friends, they'll say no because they don't want to lead you on, don't want to give the wrong impression, and it doesn't mean what you take it to mean. So instead of, you know, making up a story in your head, making up assumptions, congratulate yourself for being brave. The other thing that I find that women do and, and men do it. Sometimes people agree to things in the moment. You know, maybe you're at a social event and you met the person several times and you go, oh, would you like to meet up and go out? And they'll say yes. And maybe that night or the next day they'll contact you saying they've changed their mind. Some people don't like the confrontation of rejecting someone on the spot. Yes, you might prefer them to be honest, they don't have the capacity to be in that moment. And I've talked about this a lot before. For a lot of women out there, and I know I've experienced it myself, when we've said no to someone, we've experienced extreme reactions, anger, violence, annoyance, arguing the point, a whole pile of reactions that make it easier for, <laughs> for them not to want to do it in the moment. Okay. And, you know, again, you might then run into the person the next time and they're cold with you. And as women, maybe the strategy is, oh, no, I was friendly with him and he took it the wrong way. I'll just have to shut down. Again, a lot of the reasons behind that isn't personal, right? It's just a matter of meeting the right person who's matched for you and, and not taking it to heart because there can be reasons why someone will say no to you. And like I said, people can enjoy your company. It doesn't mean you want to date them. You know, the guy that's in his 50s could have a great conversation with a girl in her 30s, but she's looking for someone of a similar age to have children with. A woman the same, you know, could talk to a guy of any age, they're not on the same page. So the rejection isn't always what you say it is. The other thing that I find, and I, I, going back to, to my second point where sometimes looking at how we're acting, 
is if you've been rejected, say for, for women as they get older, they feel like they're invisible. So they'll go into a social situation thinking that no one wants to talk to them. So they'll have their walls up. Instead of being warm and friendly and smiling, they're not. They're hard to talk to. So they won't have the interaction that they want and go see. I knew guys preferred younger men. But it can be that you're showing up with not being warm and kind and friendly and having a laugh. People, like I said before, want to talk to people who feels good to talk to. So, you know, women do it, men do it. And, you know, sometimes we take these social situations where we feel like we're being rejected to heart where it's not that. So a bit of a perspective switch. And one of the perspective switches I really like is what if there was a number of rejections you had to experience before you met your person? <laughs> what if you had to meet 60 person, 60 people and number 61 was the one? Would you take all those rejections so personally? Would you take them to heart so much? Or would you go, oh, my God, I'm closer to the one, right? That mindset changes everything. Not everyone is going to be a person. Not everyone is going to be a match. You're going to learn things along the way. And, you know, even if you have a, you know, I, I work with people that maybe have had a six-month relationship that hasn't, hasn't worked out and people might think, oh, God, I've wasted my time only to be rejected. Well, in that relationship, you've learned about yourself. Take the lessons and the learning and the golden nugget lesson to know what you really want in a relationship. I want to tell you there is no scarcity out there, right? There are plenty of amazing singles, and I know firsthand because I've been doing this for a decade. Yes, we often miss each other by the way we go about dating, which is why I love doing what I do because I generally want you guys and girls and people to have success. So high engagement, low attachment to the outcome makes a huge difference in, in what you're gonna do. The next thing, have patience. Again, if it was 60 people and your 61st person was your person, have patience with the process. Enjoy the process. Have fun and be genuinely curious about people rather than trying to race to the finish line. Enjoy, enjoy, uh, enjoy the journey, just not the destination. And new people come onto dating apps every single time. And you might say there's so much bad behaviour on dating apps, but, you know, if someone's ghosting you, if someone is unable for an emotional commitment, so much better to find early on than to waste time emotionally investing in someone that isn't capable of doing that. Now, I remember doing an episode, I, I don't know which podcast episode, you know, saying having a holiday mindset around dating. You know, when you go on a holiday, you're a totally different person. You're relaxed, you're optimistic, you behave differently. 
because you're not caught up in the grind and, and the reality of life. I recommend having that approach when it comes to dating because instead of putting so much pressure on yourself and getting in your head and overthinking, it allows you to genuinely enjoy the process. And remember, dating is part of the, it, it, rejection is part of the landscape in life, right? Don't take it to heart. Don't get caught up in that vicious cycle and congratulate yourself for having the courage to go and talk to people and have conversations and, you know, be yourself. Be comfortable in your own skin like you would if you're on holidays where you don't care what people are thinking. It is life-changing. So number one, look at yourself and be really honest with your patterns. Change your perspective, number two. And number three, have patience. What's meant for you won't pass you by. Now, thanks for listening today. And, you know, my name's Debbie Rivers. I'm a relationship coach. And if you're struggling with any of this stuff, give me a call. I'd love to help you. Anyway, bye for now. And as always, thanks for listening.